1: Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game 21 and the rest of 2024. Um, This is one of a number of videos and podcasts this week where we'll be looking at our FPL New Year resolutions, what we will do differently um, as the season progresses. My name is Joe and today I'm joined by Fantasy Football Scout writer Mark to find out what he will do differently this year. Mark, welcome. How are you?
0: Hi, Happy New Year to, to you and to everybody. I am fine, thanks. It's uh, it's the hectic December's over and, you know, we've got this January FA Cup break and winter break. So hopefully um, things can mellow out a little bit. Might yeah. uh, have jinxed that now, but yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Enjoy Christmas. Excellent.
1: You. And you're doing well in the F- in FPL um, this season. Whereabouts are you in the rankings at the moment?
0: A very strange feeling. Um, there's been a lot of momentum recently, lots of green arrows, and mm. it's just taken me up to about 58k.
1: Okay, brilliant. Yeah, just um, by. I think I'm somewhere around that, 60-something, 65k or something. So we're probably probably only about f- three or four points between us. Um,
0: probably, yeah. It was really bad um, before, well, it, it felt really bad before the wild card mm. in game
1: week eight, and then it's just been just... It's just gone really well since then, surprisingly okay so um clearly it's going well so we don't want you to change too much (laughs) um but it's a way of getting you sort of even higher up the rankings um with these changes um just before we um have a look at your resolutions um just a reminder to everyone do press that like button and do subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our podcasts and videos uh wherever you're watching or listening to them um also do check out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for members offers so you can um have a look uh, at the members area and get uh, lots of access to all the latest stats and take you make your own tables and rate my team tool and all those sorts of gadgets to help you uh, do well in your mini leagues um okay mark what is your first resolution what will you be doing differently 2024
0: yeah well it's it's i think this would have been much easier if, if things had been going badly because certain things would have immediately come to mind so it was, it was a little bit tougher to think of one i mean at various points over the past year the resolution was to stop playing FPL. But (laughs) But then things calm down a bit. The first one is, is to simply just make better benching decisions and and as well.
1: Okay, Uh, why? I mean, okay, well, I'm gonna put some stats up, then. (laughs) I'll put some stats up that that will show why perhaps you have so, so far this season, you have benched four goals, five assists, that's nine attacking returns, an equal amount of clean sheets. Eight, nine clean sheets, that's 18 returns, um, but you haven't benched any own goals, uh, so that's sad. All missed penalties, so they've all gone into your side. Um, you have benched a miss, a penalty save, um, and you have managed to bench 10 yellow cards, so that's quite good. Um, so yeah, um, 18 returns, attacking and defensive, benched, gone, off into the ether somewhere. So yeah, so what, what sort of benching decisions have you made, and what how how will you change that?
0: Well, firstly, you mentioned own goals there. I remember one of the early game weeks, I had two own goals in defense, I think Diaz in his opinion. So that was not yeah. a particularly great week, but yeah, I, I don't know what's in prep for this. I have sort of looked back at the game weeks and, and just seen how much of it was logical mm. and how much of it was silly. Uh, Cause the rank would be a lot higher if, if better benching decisions were made. Mm. And yeah, there was six double digit scores on there. Wow, on the bench, on the bench. Yeah, um, it started off with Doggy in game week three, mm. 12 points at Bournemouth. And uh, there was a was like Jordan Archer, sorry, uh, Cameron Archers, 12 mm. points after that. Yeah, Fair you know, that one's on uh, when Arsenal beat Man City 1-0, mm. Gabriel was on the bench, although that was only eight points, um, mm. but that that again sort of did make sense. Okay. But Simakas when he when he scored 15. Mm. Was on yeah, there. I
1: think I benched those as well.
0: Charlie Taylor against Sheffield United. Yeah. Got 10, that was on the bench. And then recently, um, I think game week 18 was the one where all four guys on the bench
1: mm-hmm.
0: brought in a return. So there was 32 points. Wow. On the bench that week. Ariola, Archer, Gabriel, his goal at Liverpool. Yeah. Again.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's, um, and there would have been another one. LaSelle's the week before would have been mm. stuck with a clean sheet on the bench had Solanke yeah. absolutely not been abandoned. That would have been another one. So, yeah, and then the last three weeks all have had goalkeeper returns on the bench with Ariola and Dubravka, yeah. although at least Ariola, then exceeded Debravka mm-hmm. the other night. So, yeah, that wasn't particularly so, bad. I mean,
1: how, I mean, I look at bench points sometimes and and I don't mind them so much. I got to bench points this week, um, obviously Dubravka. Um, and uh, Alfie Doughty <laughs> I benched his 9 points um and I benched Simakas's 15 as well um and I look at those in f- slightly frustrated but also I think well they're in my team I don't have to transfer this newly popular player in I've got they're already there and perhaps I perhaps I won't bench them anymore they proved themselves so Simakas before he got injured I thought well I'm not going to bench him again uh, I'm certainly not going to bench Alfred again. And and I imagine, I don't know whether you benched Palmer this week, or many people did, though.
0: Really close
1: to yeah. doing it. Yeah. So and, because, um, and I don't I'm think people will, will do that again. So is that part of better benching decisions, as in the experience of having those players experiencing the pain of the bench uh, uh, decisions going wrong and thinking, well, you know, Palmer is cheap, but he's performing. But is it a case of looking at that player and thinking their price belittles, you know, how good they are?
0: Yeah, I definitely saw the point made online that if if Palmer was an 8 million midfielder, nobody would have benched him for that. And that does kind of make sense, actually, because you sort of associate price with reliability. And Palmer has exceeded that. So Mm -hmm. I was, such was the fear of, Alvarez against Sheffield United. Mm I was thinking, if I do get Alvarez, there's going to be a benching headache. There's there's eight good attackers there. Um, Palmer might have been it because I was thinking early kickoff, that sort of miss, about early kickoff thing. Um, And Luton at home, like beat Newcastle. I think Salah blanked against them, stuff like that. Um, But surprisingly, considering Mm -hmm. the other benchings, didn't bench palmer and that went quite well so it is um maybe that is part of uh, the resolution sort of already paying dividends sort of maybe a few months ago he would have been benched and mm-hmm. now sort of learned not to and yeah i mean luckily that's that's turned out well
1: i mean there is i mean the the it, uh, back in the day the, the the great phrase was with leighton baines never bench never captain and and I think I think there are a certain number of players, particularly defenders, who have, can get attacking returns um, that that can get in that category. Um, I mean, another another way that, that that your resolution can come to fruition is is a weird one, as in sort of make your team worse. <laughs> so uh-huh. I've got I've got Tarek Lampty on my bench, um, and he's not playing; he's injured. And I'm not going to replace him at the moment. I mean, I'm not bench boosting anytime soon, so I'm, I'm not going to replace him. So that sort of helps my bench score go down because he's always going to be zero. <laughs> um, and also, I've kept Haaland for this time, parked him on my bench. I'm probably going to bench one of Son and Salah. I'm probably not going. To, I, I, I'm not probably not going to replace both for a hit. Um, so in a weird way, is that another way that you can? get better bench decisions by sort of thinking, well, okay, that player's injured. I'm just going to park him on my bench for a week or two.
0: Actively making the team worse. Yeah, I kind of love that reverse logic a bit. It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I'm probably going to do the same with you in regards to Son probably because Mm. I don't have Haaland. Two free transfers is probably going to go on, Mm. sell it out, Haaland in. Yeah. Therefore, but at least one game week, soon we'll we'll mm. be there. So, I guess the, the positive to that is one less player to mm. buy her by by holding on the bench. At least when the players do do that, their value is probably going to go up because people are going to jump on them. That was sort of used to sort of yeah after Simicast. it was like well people are going to
1: buy him now. So it's going to that's what I think of it. I mean, it's it's three things, isn't it? It's like you get the player in your team, you get the points in your eleven. Great you bench them, so you miss out, but they are in your team. That's the next best. You don't have to worry about that transfer. And then the worst one is a player does really well. You just don't have them at all. So then you've got to spend a transfer getting them in plus um, hope you've missed out on their points as well. So I I think out of those last two, benching is is definitely better (laughs) than just not owning them at all, not owning that good player.
0: I fear that... uh... The substitution for game week 20 just done now uh, might have done the opposite of what you were suggesting mm-hmm. because I had two free transfers. It wasn't time to bring Harland in, didn't want to burn it. So I ended up using it on the cells to concert who were then immediately benched. Yeah. Uh, so it was a relief when Burnley scored because that, that could have looked silly, but yeah, uh, yeah if anything, that later sub has, has gone on improving depth, which, which could yeah. hurt yeah i
1: mean that was something that was brought up in some of our other videos that we've done here is that this extra time um that we're getting you know with the, with with matches going on for longer it's just reducing the amount of clean sheets we're getting so but but at the same time um uh, there were certain defenders like say poro or um um i mean obviously gabriel is, is, a, is a case in point where they're actually getting those attacking returns but there's it's hard to predict where they're going to be because I mean they're not getting the clean sheets which you would hope for a defender but so you you play you you bench and think well you know it's a tough tough game won't get a clean sheet you know matches going on for longer as well you know lessens the chance of a clean sheet there and then they go and get a goal and and that is that is annoying I think I, I mean, I look back at the past with defender halls because they're unexpected um, and the great ones were with Stoke, uh, Robert Huth and Robert, uh, Ryan Shawcross. Um, uh, I remember at least, at least one of them got a brace and a clean sheet and obviously the bonus in a match and that was benched a lot because, because a Stoke defender. <laughs> um, and so I guess that's the, the, the mentality. Um, I some, some of my benches and I think I probably would have, would have always done them, I think. I don't think that will change, but it sounds—it sounds like with you, it will—it will change a bit.
0: Maybe As some of those some of those big inventions did make sense. There was a, there was a couple of, well, there was at least three Archer returns that were stuck on the bench, yeah. and that that's that's ex- expected. There was a couple of Gabriel ones. I think uh, me and him this season we're sort of not on speaking terms right now. <laughs> okay. Gabriel, because sort of owned him mm. during those early benchings. Oh, God,
1: me too. Sold,
0: sold him in time for him to get a run mm. in the team and return a couple of times and then bought him back on the game week wildcard. Yeah. And he's been benched for two returns since then. So it's just, I think only once have actually started mm-hmm. him for points. Um, It's just, will this continue? Maybe that. Maybe there's another resolution there. I don't know what it is.
1: But, uh, <laughs> um okay well let's let's move away from your bench um what other what other um resolutions do you have similarly to that really because uh, in
0: terms of making benching decisions capsy decisions and and even just transfers i need to stop playing out of fear so and i guess it's similar to what lee said on on his video about um, live fpl mm. and, uh, first of all yes always check in live fpl rank mid game week mm. and really need to stop doing that because it's uh, sort of changes perspective and everything yeah. but just using that site pre-game week um looking at effective ownerships percentages I feel like that's taking too much of a too much of a hold on on big decisions mm-hmm. and while it's it is going well to follow the template right now like my team is very boring mm. um, but it's doing really well uh, I think the reasoning behind that is poor, right? just making decisions based on what others are doing. Very rarely take four point hits because mm-hmm. don't, don't want to start with that deficit. I think the only time I've really had a differential this season was a Dingra um mm-hmm. from Brighton. Um
1: oh, same, same here. I, I think f- we both felt good to get his goals.
0: That yes, I think we both had him for that same goal, yeah. didn't we? Um and that, that was that was great. That was that was fantastic. So why i'm kind of hoping that this salad and sun absence can lead to some short-term fun Mm. because whoever's coming in uh, names like ford and Richarlison probably are going to build up a Mm. bit of a bit of a percentage and part of me probably will Mm. play out of fear and get them in because i actually do want them as well it's not just what others are doing um but there's also the chance that for a few weeks you could have a real differential there and Mm. sort of have a similar adingra experience so yeah. yes i think too many decisions are based on what other people are doing and not so much good instinct
1: yeah yeah no i think i i, I did a video with chris as well um and making a similar point there and something that i've tried to do and i, I copy this off tom that i have do uh, they do the, do the uh, video, uh the goals imminent videos with um and that is to sort of keep one or two places reserved in his case a fourth midfielder reserved for those fun differential picks go template for the others make sure you've got all your shields in place but then have that attacking player in your case but mine a dingra was that one i remember what at the towards the beginning of the season through this is through luck i got evan ferguson in for his hat trick his only hat trick um and and but you and and recently people have got Chris Wood in for his returns. Sprite I mean you're a Newcastle fan. Chris Wood's haul against Patrick. Newcastle that would have surprised Newcastle fans, but it would have probably <laughs> probably have surprised Chris Wood owners in FPL as well because <laughs> he was probably benched by a few.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, because. Certainly, I mean scoring one goal, perhaps but three.
1: Yeah, you just never. But, never but that's why so I that. think having that one place—the third striker spot, um, the fourth or fifth midfielder—just, just, just to have, have have fun with it. I think that's a really good strategy. Um, but because you see, some teams they 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 go for like five or six of those types of players, and that well, you can hit you can win the lottery one week, but chances are they're probably not going to do well every week.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's the it's balance, really. I, I do like your swords and shields mm. sort of idea. It, it does make the game sort of more interesting. I know we have um, with Scout, we have a sort of joint squad. Like a, a few mm. of us have got together with their uh, PFT, yeah. for me Fancy Tools, and we have a joint squad there. And that's also doing really well. Mm-hmm. I, they're on identical points to me, actually, but Is, the teams okay. aren't the same. And Garnacho um, yeah. has been in. We had Garnacho for his yeah. Break. Against
1: Villa, yeah, that was that was a great feeling in terms of. Uh, he I mean, he, is, of yeah, he points or whatever. Garnacho is currently my Dingra, so oh, I, um, missed, I missed out on his brace, but did get him for his assist. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, cause exactly. I've made I've kept that going. Dingra's spot is now the cheap um, could get you a goal. <laughs> no, very few people own him type spot, and Garnacho does fill that bill as well
0: yeah he's he's a good option so so uh, perhaps with with this salah and son situation mary that's a great time to sort of yeah. permanently okay. make that spot
1: yeah
0: that and maybe only bring salah back right yeah.
1: whenever that is okay um any more resolutions coming up
0: uh yes there was sort of there was another one um sort of Sort of took that advice at the weekend when it came to Alvarez versus Sheffield United. But I don't mm. want to make decisions based on one fixture, purely one fixture, because too often I look at certain players about to face certain teams and think, mm. oh, they're guaranteed a haul. I've yeah. got to grab them and sort of make rash decisions with that. But I think there's been a lot of examples this season of really popular players, um, often captains recently, players who are blanking when you don't expect them to. Now, mm. Last season we had Salah blank in that nine 0 win, mm-hmm. um, but you know, this time I think I think Salah's blanked against Burnley, Luton, Sheffield United. Harland got one point against mm. Bournemouth. Sun got nothing against a couple of the promoted sides, and I think Watkins as well. He, he blanked at home to Luton and Sheffield United. So that was. I know Alvarez did score in the end, but seven points felt like a relative success mm. for a non-owner. Um, so, in future, if, if there is one player and you don't have him and he has a superb looking fixture, too many times have kind of fallen for that trap now and I, I just think, yeah, just just try and be calm and saving that transfer and carrying mm-hmm. it over is, yeah. is, is going to be brilliant. I so. mean,
1: that's that's a really good resolution because that's often what I see in teams that are failing um, that it's because they end up a bit of a mess because they, they, I mean, each week there is a standout, you know, there it's the, you know, the striker in a team playing the, the bottom side, that kind of thing. Um, but it might be the fixtures aren't quite so good going forward, or they might be sort of okay, but not as good as that. Um, and often what people do is they'll take a hit to get that player in. And if you do that every week, you end up with this really disjointed bunch of 15 players. They all had a good fixture once <laughs> three weeks ago. Um, and the best thing to do is, is, is obviously to get you know the player that might not player in that might not necessarily have the great fixture, but uh, you know, good fixture run. Um, and they've got the form to back that up in the old fixtures form thing, just get getting getting both of those. So, yeah, I think that's a really good resolution because that is probably the, 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 the main problem um with a team when people say oh could you rate my team or something like that and i would look at it and it, you know the first thing i thinking, how many hits do you take and and if they're desperate they're desperate to get that player in and sometimes you just think well you know yeah as you said um alvarez this week is good was a good player to have and got a return but he wasn't if you captained him you you missed out on salah returns probably so um, yeah, I think that's a really good resolution, that one.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it'll be it'll be tested if 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 there is two consecutive good fixtures mm. or a double game week, yeah. maybe, maybe that yeah yeah will be tough to the resist. But but purely talking one fixture in one game week, it's it's it's
1: yeah. just no. I think that's a good one there. Um, before we go, is there any more resolutions? Um, not really. No, I that's think, fine. We've yeah, covered a lot of good ones.
0: Of some of the other videos uh with the other guys that they explained similar things in a in a very good way so mm. I'm not going to steal that from them yeah there. for
1: some of them it was more about captaincy um it was i mean that 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 point there is a similarity with that live fpl looking i mean when i was speaking to to lee about that i i look at live fpl but for completely different reasons it seemed to be that he did i looked at it in terms of uh, the looking at the effective ownership good or bad whether they were differentials or not and just thinking who were my threats to you know why just real basic stuff like well why have i got a red arrow that week when i got like 70 points i thought well, that was good and and but then you look and go ah well newcastle kept a clean sheet and Trippier got an assist and bonus and loads of people and looking at live fpl you can see that You know, the effective ownership of the Newcastle defence was like having two or three players against you each week, and they're all returning. It's that kind of thing. So I think from that, I would go right. I've got I've got to cover myself with that defence, and then I can move on to something else. And that that's the way I quite like it. There in just working out why I'm getting a red arrow or a green arrow. rather than looking at rank, because to be honest, I mean, we're, we're doing okay at the moment, come gaming 38, we could be both be doing awfully, we could have, we could have won it, who knows, uh, or first and second me first, obviously, but the <laughs> but, but, but we don't know how that and so realistically, the best, the, the the only time to really look at rank and look at is is gaming 38, <laughs> let alone midweek.
0: Yeah but let's let's actually follow through with that
1: <laughs> yeah no I can't a lot of people do that though and I it seems to work out for them um but I can't I can't do that I mean I'm always going to look at it I'm always going to see but um but yeah it's that it's, it's looking at it midweek looking at it but I'm more interested in why I'm getting those ranks rather than that I'm getting them
0: <laughs> yeah well it's just if you look at it mid game week if, if you've had an above average number mm. of players play you're sort of making you're gonna you're gonna end up disappointed, and yeah. if you've looked and you've not had that many play, you're mm-hmm. sort of getting yourself down when yeah. things are about to happen. Like going into those last two games, Liverpool, Newcastle, mm-hmm. West Ham, Brighton. I was on a on a red arrow, mm-hmm. but it was four points off the safety score and had sort of captain mm-hmm. Salah, Ariola, yeah. Trent, and Bowen left, and and was thinking, yeah, I could probably. Get ahead of that and ended up finishing way ahead of the safety score yeah. so it was like there was no need no to deck before that
1: no so, i also it's good there's a good um the, the there's uh the little dice image next to a player that's a differential and a and a sleepy face next to one that is just like pretty much 100 owned where you are in the rankings and i think that's quite useful really if i've got a nice mix of that i'm happy if i've got no dice men and everyone's asleep then I'm like, well, the best I can hope for is a, a very tiny green arrow and that's at the best. <laughs> so it's probably going to be a poor week. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, these were great resolutions. I think there was a lot lots to consider there. And I hope a lot of people take those things on board. I, certainly a lot of those things sort of chimed with my team as well. I did, I did think about them and they're sort of things I've sort of done over the years or tried to uh, where I can, um, particularly... Uh, with um you know looking at the benches and uh, and uh, those types of things but uh, thanks so much for your time mark um um i hope I hope it's been beneficial to you and um have a happy new year and uh good luck with the rest of the season when we Thank you, when we win it and and one of us wins it and one of us is second i'll see you on the podium Okay, doke see you then bye now bye everyone